Yo, 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 yo. Welcome in. Welcome in, man. Good morning to the to the gambling community, man. Today's November 21st, 2021. And we have a lot to talk about as always, man. Appreciate you guys for being here. Uh, hit the like button for me if you're watching on YouTube. If you're watching on Twitter, hit the like button for me as well. Retweet the show if you can. Uh, yesterday <clears throat> in the weekend, didn't do a lot of shows. It wasn't two shows a day as always. Uh, had some stuff to get done, uh, but we back at it today, man. We back at it today. I made a quick video uh, for the couple games that I did get a chance to uh, cap yesterday and was on the wrong side of Porzingis yesterday. Was the day was uh, Yesterday was the day he decided not to show up, and it was a Kyle Kuzma night. So shout out to everybody who bet on Kyle Kuzma. Porzingis um, looked like he was just out there, honestly, just standing around. I, I did get a chance to watch most of the game, but he was just out there standing around, uh, not really participating much. Uh, Bill had it going. Um, and a back and forth with Dennis Smith Jr. And like I said, Kuzma had it going too. So he was just out there just kind of standing around. Uh, you didn't really do a lot at all. It was it was actually really frustrating. So I made a quick video about Kuzma, uh, about um, Porzingis yesterday and the handicap of that game. I'm just looking to attack the bigs for uh, Charlotte. But uh, like I said, it was a Kuzma night instead of a Porzingis night. So on the wrong side of that one, looking to get back on track today. That was the only play that I shared yesterday. Uh, yes, last week we started the week off really, really rough, man. Like really, really rough. I think it was like three and eight, three and nine, um, ended up coming back, almost getting close, uh, back to 500. I think we finished 12 and 13. So, um, looking to build on that, looking to build on how we ended last week, uh, and moved and, you know, shift that into, into this week. So, uh, we got a lot of games to talk about today, man. I'm interested to, to get into these. Uh, I think we got some really good matchups tonight and I'm, I'm like I said, I'm ready to talk about them, man. So. First game up I want to talk about is the Atlanta Hawks and the Cleveland Cavaliers. So you get a spread in this one that opened at two and a half, uh, total that opened at 226 and a half or 225 and a half on some books. And it's it's kind of stayed the same. I see some money coming in on the under on some books. I see some 224 and a half out there. Uh, but the spread is at two and a half pretty much everywhere. And um it's, this game, I think, is going to be extremely interesting. So you get a Cavs team. They're 5-1 and one straight up at home, 4-1-1 one one, uh, ATS at the crib. This team typically plays, a, a, you know, a lot better. And we've seen that since they've been back home uh, off of that West Coast road trip. So two straight wins for them in a row. They beat Charlotte on Friday at overtime. And then last night, they beat the shorthanded Miami Heat team, specifically in the second quarter and the third quarter, just – just, uh, you know, defense absolutely turned up. And Jared Allen is a big part of that, you know, having him back. Important to note that none of Cleveland starters also played more than 30 minutes last night. Evan Mobley did touch the 30-minute mark. But all the rest of the uh, starters didn't didn't go over the 30-minute mark. They, they played 27, 28, 29 minutes. Um, you also got to look at the injury news in this one. So Kevin Love uh, didn't play yesterday. And, you know, uh, the, the coaching staff was saying that, you know, he won't be out for a long time, uh, so it'll be interesting. He's listed as questionable for this game. He's going to be interested to see if – interesting to see if he plays and Karis LeVert. Both of those guys are listed as questionable. Atlanta, um, they have won and covered the last four meetings in Cleveland, only laying uh, two and a half in their last meeting. Kind of feels like a Cleveland spot in this game uh, with Atlanta laying two and a half in the previous matchup. So um, – <clears throat> Another big trend I was looking at for this game. Over the last five games, Cleveland's defensive rating has gotten a lot better. They were, uh, you know, bottom ten when they were when they were out west and on their Western Conference road trip. 
they're actually ranked 11th defensively, even without having the services of Jared Allen for all of those games, because we know Jared Allen missed a few of those games in the last five. I think he's only been back for the last three games or last two games. Atlanta has also been hanging their head on the defensive end. They're ranked seventh over the last five games defensively. One of the things I was looking at, and that's interesting to me, I'm, I, I'm probably going to end up taking the Cavs. I do want to wait on the Kevin Love news. Um, I think laying, you know, a small number like two and a half, asking them to win by one possession uh, is doable. The Cavs, if Levert and Kevin Love play, and this is the reason why I talked about this when I backed the Hawks last week against the uh, Boston Celtics, the Hawks after a, a win is not when you want to take them. The Hawks after a loss is typically when they, they bounce back. And I'm not sure why they're teetering back and forth like that. The Hawks are 0-3 against the spread and straight up after their three win after uh their three wins after winning games this season. So specifically road games at that. The Hawks are eight eight and twenty-five in their last thirty-three road games versus a team with a uh, winning home record and just one and five against the spread in the last six meetings in Cleveland. So they typically don't play as well in Cleveland. I feel like Cleveland being at the crib, this is their third game in four nights. But like I said, they didn't play a lot of minutes. This will be their third straight home game as well. So it's not like a lot of travel. Uh, they have one more game left on that homestand. But I'm not interested in fading a team that's, you know, playing on three straight, uh, you know, home games uh, on their home court. And I also feel like Cleveland is due to keep to continue to come up. We know that they start the season off eight and one, actually eight and zero oh after starting the season off zero oh and one when uh, Darius Garland got poked in his eye. They reeled off eight in a row. Then they went on the West Coast and they lost that, you know, lost the game and uh, <clears throat> lost a few games out there and came back home and was stumbling as well. But now they seem that, to kind of get it together. And I do think that you know having the services of Jared Allen is a big part of that. Evan Mobley, uh, you, you, if you guys are watching the Cavs play, he's been tremendous. Uh, Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland, right? And then you can kind of plug in that that other guy, whether it's uh, Isaac Okoro or uh, Lamar Stevens, uh, you know, uh, Seti Osman, like those guys are are stepping up as well. So I like the Cavs in this spot, man. Haven't laid the two and a half yet, but that's a really, really strong lean for me in that one. Uh, let me see what you guys are saying in the YouTube comment section, and then I'm going to get back into the next game. Akbar, my brother, what's going on, man? Uh, Akbar said, I'm done uh, betting NBA on Sundays. Nothing is normal. I tweeted it out yesterday, man. It's crazy, bro. It's absolutely insane. Sundays are crazy. A lot of dogs covered yesterday, and that was what, what my tweet was about before the game started. Uh, happily woke up rocking. Hey, whoa, 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 Mob Truth. We got to relax with that, brother. <laughs> we got to relax with that. My Lakers been looking good. I know it's been the Spurs and the Pistons, but Lakers would do to come up too, um, especially when you think about how 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 difficult the, the, the schedule was early in the season. The Lakers – Lakers had to play against, you know, some of the more, more talented competition. Now, without LeBron, they're starting to win. Uh, so, yeah, Lake Show. Hashtag Lake Show, like uh, Lake Show, like uh, Ape Gang said. Um, but, yeah, let's get back to it. Top of the morning to you guys. Let's go um, Let's go to let's go to the Celtics and the Bulls game. So, uh, I've, I've been talking about, you know, how impressive this Celtics offense has been. Uh, these guys are absolutely balling. Um, you get them coming in into this game. So line opened at six and six is a, is a little health, you know, hefty price to lay with the Celtics uh, total sitting at two twenty six and a half, which I'm kind of interested in, but uh, you know, I, I, I don't know this one, this one's, uh, let me tell you guys what I got on this one. So the Celtics, you get them, 
come into this game winners of their last nine in a row. They've won nine games in a row, and they've covered five of their last six spreads. This will be their third straight road game before they return home to host Dallas on Wednesday. Um, you also get them rested. They haven't played a game since Friday. Uh, the Bulls, they've lost four in a row, five of their last six. They've also failed to cover four straight and five of their last six as well. Marcus Smart is listed as probable in this game. I think that he probably plays. That's what probable typically means. He hasn't played in the last two games, and this offense hasn't missed a beat at all. Boston, they beat Chicago earlier this month. I think it was November 4th. Uh, but they failed to cover the six and a half, uh, the seven and a half spread. They they uh, they won by they won that game by four. So now you get a spread that's that's uh, you know showing strength to the Bulls, and you know taking a point in the way half from a point and a half away from the Bulls. I think you know looking at this game, the the Boston Celtics are still being undervalued, uh, specifically on the offensive end. And I'll talk about that a little bit more in a second, but. The biggest road spread the Celtics have covered all season is a minus four against the Knicks, right? So when the, the Celtics haven't covered a minus six spread all season, and I think that's why it's probably been pushed there, right? They're 0-2-1 they're when they're laying more than five and a half points so far this season. However, over their last five games, Boston defense have picked up a lot. They are plus 13, which ranks second only behind Sacramento, who's a plus 14, over their last five games. Defensively, Boston has also picked it up. They're, they're actually allowing the eight fewest points, uh, and their opponents are shooting 45%, 45% from the field, which both of those things rank eighth uh, amongst all the teams in the NBA. Boston also continues to have a really great offense, only behind Sacramento in that department as well. They, rank, they have the second-best offensive rating and sixth-best defensive rating over the last five games as well. And I talked about Chicago. They've continued to struggle. They they they're only uh, over their last five games. They rank 25th um, offensively and only 15th defensively. I think looking at this game, the the safest play might be the Celtics team total over. Right now, the number is sitting at 116 and a half, uh, and that's that feels low. It feels low because when you go back and look through the last like 10 games or last like eight games, they've gone over this total in 80 percent of them right so go back and look at the you know how many points the 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 boston celtics are scoring and it's 117 every single time if not 120 123 125 i like the celtics team total over a lot haven't placed that one yet either but that's the only way i'd be able to look in this one um i don't see the chicago bulls team being able to slow down the celtics at all and uh even going back to the game that was earlier in the season i think the celtics um they well, I know that the Celtics scored a, more than 116 and a half points in that game as well. So that's my thoughts on that one. Trying to keep trying to keep these analysis short so I can get to you know uh, a few games um, before time runs out. Uh, let's go to this Warriors and Pelicans game. So I don't have a lot on this one, but looking at the total, the Warriors played last night, a hard fought win. Uh, they had a I don't know if you guys knew this, but they had a team meeting. Um, specifically so that Draymond and Clay could share their feelings with each other and talk about, you know, what needed to change in order for them to get it right. This team was 0-7, 0-8 on road games and finally got their first road win last night. It took Clay Thompson and Steph to combine for 73 points. Clay Thompson absolutely went bananas, 20-point first quarter. Uh, I think he finished with 40, uh, maybe even more. Steph picked it up in the third quarter um, and – you know, now now they're on the second night of a back-to-back. 
traveling to New Orleans. The spread in this one actually opened at three and a half, I want to say. Um, let me just check and make sure I got that right. It actually opened at, yeah, opened at opened at four and a half, and it's actually pushed up to five and a half uh now. So money's coming in on on the Pelicans in this one. Uh money's also coming in on the over, and that's where I was looking at. So the total in this one actually opened at 228 and a half. Uh in road games on the second night of back to back so far this season, the Warriors are 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 totaling an average of 230 points. We've seen this team you know, just be extremely lackluster on the defensive end. And you saw last night, even against the Rockets, I know the Rockets can score the ball, but the Golden State team, they, they haven't picked it up defensively yet. Yesterday, um, that that them winning that game was more so indicative of uh, them getting extremely hot and not being able to miss, especially from three. And I talked about Clay's performance. I talked about Steph's performance. Um, but I don't see a way that this total doesn't go over. You also get the Pelicans at the crib. They're rested. Um, and you know, we know what, what, what pace the Warriors typically plays with, uh, typically play with, I would only be looking for this total to go over having placed that one and the totals kind of getting away from us at 229 and a half now, but I did write down last night, 228 and a half being a really, really good look. So like that as well, I'm going to check the comments real quick and then I'm going to get back to two more games. I want to talk about, uh, what up D appreciate you being here. Uh, good morning dream. Uh, LJ said Boston 11 4 and 1 straight up first half averaged 62 points last five games versus the Bulls averaged 52 points first half minus two and a half first half uh, point margin. I love that. Love that LJ. When we break it down Boston, you do want to look towards the first half. They cover that first half a lot more than they cover the full game. I bought up a, a trend on the Friday show. Um, you know, uh, no, on a Saturday show back in uh, Utah and in, in the spot against Portland, uh, Utah has been the most profitable team in the first half this season. And Boston was ranked second. Uh, if you guys were paying attention to that, uh, to, to the screen that I shared when I shared that with you guys, um, hit that like button. Like Curtis said, LJ said Pelicans team total over. Warriors allow most points on the road, 124. And that's what I was looking at. I think the Warriors will still be able to score, but if you wanted to isolate it and just take the Pelicans, uh, you definitely could take the Pelicans if you got a team total for the Pelicans specifically uh, on the book that you guys are playing at. So uh, couldn't talk anybody off of that. Look, I like the Pelicans uh, to be able to score points. Uh, I'm going to have to see it with this uh, with this Golden State Warriors defense. They're going to have to prove it to me before I feel like I don't want to bet against them. So. Uh, appreciate you guys for, you know, sending those comments as well. Uh, and like I said, hit the like button for me, uh, send me your best plays as well. And, uh, retweet the show, share the show if you guys can moving along. So this Knicks in the thunder game, um, this game is going to be interesting. So the Knicks come in, in a really, really bad spot. Uh, not only is it a third game of four nights, but they've actually only had that, that, uh, that one day in between. So, you a lot of people probably look at this spread and they think, hold on, what? Why? Why are the Thunder being favorite? Thunder are coming in uh, off two days of rest. They haven't played since they since they actually didn't cover that spread on Thursday. Uh, I'm sorry, on Friday night in Memphis. Now they're finally back home. First game back home off that road trip, and you get this Knicks team. Like I said, really bad spot for them. I think this is the Knicks' fifth game in seven nights. I had this one circled on my calendar. Uh, and, I, and it's a thunder spot. The only way I'll be able to look is the thunder. The Knicks come in. They lost the game against Golden State on Friday. 
Uh, they had Saturday off, and then they lost the game last night in blowout fashion to the Phoenix Suns without uh, Chris Paul last night. Um, they did get Mitch, Mitchell Robinson back. Uh, he was not able to play heavy minutes in that game. Of course, you know, first game back. Thunder being back at the crib, I like this game. I think it's a Thunder spot. Do you want to back the Thunder as favorites? No, you don't really want to. So I haven't touched anything yet. The total in this one was at 230 and a half, and I do expect it to go up. Um, I expect OKC to be able to score. And maybe it's just the OKC team total, kind of like uh, like LJ said, right? Maybe you don't necessarily look at the Knicks team total. Uh, they, they have been struggling to score. You look at a guy like RJ Barrett, uh, I think he's shooting under 30%. Uh, on the season, um, Julius Randle, I think he had nine points last night. We know that this guy can go out and get you, he can get you 25, 30, or he can get you seven or eight. And last night was one of those nights. He had nine points last night. So you would expect him to bounce back, which is why I like the total to go over. Uh, typically, tired legs theory is that the games will go over as well. So this total being at 230 and a half, the Thunder back at home rested, like I said, they're nine and five to the over this season when the total was set at 230 and a half or less in those games those totals uh typically end at about 232 points then this season when teams are coming uh home after a four game home uh, a four game uh road trip and it's their first game back the total in those games are nine and four to the over so that's a 69 percent cover rate as well with the average total being about 230 points um these totals uh are five and one to the over in the last six meetings as well uh, these two teams, I'm sorry, these two totals, uh, if you just look at the last six of the 13 that I mentioned, they are five and one to the over in the last six meetings. Then you also get the Thunder at the crib. They are five and two to the over with their last five games in a row uh, at home all going over. The Knicks defense uh, has been struggling. They're ranked 24th defensively over the last five games and OKC ranks 25th in that same time span. So uh, OKC isn't playing a lot of defense. We've seen that. We saw it against Memphis. We saw it against Washington. We saw it last week against uh, against the Knicks last Sunday. Like they're, they're just trying to outscore you at this point and just having fun with it. Um, and then the last game I want to talk to talk about real quick before I get up out of here is this Jazz and the Clipper game. So uh, spreading this one actually opened at three and a half in favor of the Clippers. And money's come in on the Clippers. Uh, the Clippers are now a four-point favorite, and the total uh, opened at 221 and a half, and I do see it come down to two. A lot of books don't even have a total out yet, but I'd be looking really hard at that total under 220, uh, 221 and a half. So for the Jazz, this will be their third game in four nights. Uh, on Friday, they got the big win at the crib against the Phoenix Suns, and then they uh, had the night. Uh, no, then they traveled to Portland the next night, which was a Portland spot. Um, I like Portland in that spot. Dame got hurt, and we saw the Jazz uh, come through. They they came through on the second night of a back-to-back, even after the overtime win um, the night before, and they were able to uh, beat Portland as well. So they beat Portland. Then they get one day off, which was yesterday, and now this will be their third game in four nights. Conley is out, however. he he. They said that the injury wasn't significant. Like, he – he missed the worst of the injury, but he won't be in in this game. PG got a little banged up in the last game. He's listed as questionable, um, but he was seen telling Co- uh, the Clippers owner, uh, Steve Ballmer, that he was okay afterwards. So I do expect him to play in this one. And if he plays along with Kawhi, who also 
uh, is trying to get himself back into a rhythm. He's not. He didn't come up on the injury report. You have to take a look at the Clippers in this one. Uh, I know that they've been kind of teetering back and forth, um, you know, between being good and being bad. But when you when you're looking, I, I think I like the total in this one more than I like the Clippers. And I still would look towards the Clippers. I think if you want to get in, you want to play it early though. Um, you want to play the four. You don't want this to go up to four and a half or five. Um, but but the bigger play to me and the, the 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 what I'm looking at the most is actually the total, right? Total at 221. Um, this Clippers team just continues to go to go under. Uh just especially when they have Kawhi. They they've gone under uh their total uh three straight, uh five of their last six games overall, and four and, and this is the more interesting fact to me. In the four games this season that Kawhi has played uh, since the season started, the Clippers are 4-0 to the under uh, with an average of 204 points. They're, they're just not allowing teams to score a lot of points at all. I know that this Jazz team can score, but it doesn't really it doesn't really scare me a lot at all, especially with the Clippers' pace. They play really, really slow basketball. Um, those games that the Clippers have gone under, like I talked about, they're 4-0 to the under already. Those games that have gone under have gone under by 26.5 points, 12 and a half points, 30 points, and six and a half points. So I like the under, man. I think the, the Clippers, they also they have the third best defensive rating over the last five games, even though they offense erupted for 119 points in their win on Saturday night against the Spurs. They still rank only 20 21st offensively over the last previous over the last five previous games. So I'd be looking towards the Clippers uh um in this one, and I'd be looking towards the under. Uh, 221. I think, uh, you know, Utah can play defense and I think Utah, uh, you know, their defense, um, I think that the, the Utah defense can slow down this Clippers offense as well, especially with Kawhi not all the way back into a groove yet. So I like the under in this game, man. I like the Clippers and I like the under, um, I probably laid a four. So I haven't placed any bets officially yet. If I'm being hundred percent transparent and honest with you guys, but what I am looking at is the Cavs minus two and a half. I love the spot for them. And then, like I said, that the Celtics team total over 116 and a half. Love the spot for the Celtics today. Rested against a Bulls team that's taking a taking a big step back, I think, in my eyes. Uh, I couldn't talk anybody off the Pelicans team total over against the Warriors coming in on the second night of a back-to-back and the Pelicans being rested. Also, I think this is the Pelicans' fifth game, fourth or fifth game at the crib. So I really like that look a lot as well. And, uh, you know, tap back in with me at 515 for the Crispy Cap and NBA show. I have a lot more player props. Uh, some of these plays, uh, you know, solidified as as actually official plays. Let me see what y'all got in the comment section before I get up out of here. What up, Anthony? Uh, LJ said Knicks need uh, Mitchell Robinson back. Yeah, he came back yesterday, LJ. I watched that game. I watched a little bit of that game. He came back yesterday. He just wasn't that efficient. You know, you're going to be winded your first game back, especially when you haven't played in two weeks. Akbar said last game. <clears throat> these two teams uh combined for 280 points okc versus the knicks that's a fact that was one what 145 to 135 uh last sunday so that's a fact like well, i could only look for this one to go over as well typically you know the second game goes under when you're playing in the short time span like that but i think it still goes over i don't see a lot of defense being played um bobby said can okc um beat the Knicks twice in a week though I think that they I think it's more of a schedule spot for me Bobby I think it's more of a schedule spot I'm I, I this it was a spot for me I didn't think that OKC was going to be favorite <laughs> I will tell you that I didn't think that they were going to be favorite and last night when I was going through and capping these games looking at the game I said wow they 
they actually favored him by two and a half points. And I think that's why it hasn't haven't moved yet. I think if we saw this line open at two and a half in favor of the Knicks, we would have saw a lot of money come in and, you know, this spread be down to two, uh, you know, down to one and a half. But because OKC's favorite, you don't want to take them as a favorite. I don't I'm not interested in taking them as a favorite, but that's the only way I'll be able to look. Like I said, fifth game in seven nights for for the Oklahoma, uh, for for the New York Knicks, even though it is the first game back off the road trip for uh for the Oklahoma City Thunder, and then LJ said Utah thirteen and five straight up in the first half. That's what I talked about, averaging sixty points last five. The Clippers dead last in first half points, averaging fifty two at home. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I think I think we could see a little flip. I would I would be interested in looking at the under in the first half as well. Uh, but we we don't have all those totals. We know that the Clippers and the Jazz game is actually one of the well it's actually the last game on the schedule tonight so um that's what i got for you guys man 25 minutes 26 minutes in the books i appreciate you guys for being here as always uh like i said tap back in with me at 5 15 uh eastern time for the crispy cap and nba show a lot more uh you know official plays but just kind of wanted to give you guys what i'm looking at early uh and you know kind of help you guys with your research early as well so uh like i said like the show if you guys can uh retweet the show share the show uh, and I always end the show with this, man. None of this is financial, you know, consultation. This is theory, it's logic, it's eye tests, it's analytics. Um, best of luck to you guys and whatever you guys play today, man. Bet with your head, not over it. I'm out.